Hello again, everyone. It's Mark Stenson, and you've come to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And this is the podcast where we talk about inspiration from our experts' own experience. Most of all, we want to provide the connections and the confidence to help get your creative work out into the world. And today we're going to be talking with a guest who's going to explore with us how to uncover our blockages and get unstuck. And Jared Schuster is our guest. And Jared's website is Sparks of Consciousness. Jared, it's so good to have you on the program. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And you're in San Diego. So let's look out the window and soak up some of that San Diego sunshine if we could. Absolutely. I think anybody listening right now can look out their window and and picture some San Diego sunshine. I'm sending it to you all out there. Oh, we'll take it. We'll take it. Here in Boise, we got snow and some of my friends, even in the South, you know, are getting pounded with snow. So we can take some of that San Diego sunshine for sure. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book, A World of Creativity. Paperback is at a special price of $5.98, and the Kindle version is only $0.99. Go to my website, mark-stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon, mark-stinson.com, and enjoy the book. Jared Schuster is our guest. Jared is passionate and he's a heart-centered idealist, you know, but he's really on a mission to guide creative people like us to find more balance in our life. And we'll get into some of those ideas, Jared. But, you know, let's start on that creative angle. Are there some projects or things that you're working on right now? What's on your desk that is requiring your creative attention? I think the real question is what isn't on my desk that requires creative (laughs) attention. I believe that especially during these months slash year that we've all been through, we're seeing a big shift into unleashing the creative within all of us, that we all have this opportunity to be creators or be artists of our lives. And we're seeing that kind of content be valued very differently than it was just two years ago. So for me personally, things the, the biggest project that has been on my desk is I recently completed creating a self-guided eight-day masterclass. I'm calling it the Life Alchemy Masterclass on Manifestation. And this applies to any goal that you want to achieve in your life. Each day I provide you with a grounding technique on how to center yourself, something I find that's so important when you're entering any sort of space, especially the creative space of how do you ground yourself and come to the present moment because that's where we do our best work. Each day has its own theme attached to it. We start with the vision, which is your foundation, how to build the desire, how to create an action plan. At the peak of it all, for me, it's gratitude, how to express gratitude for everything in our life. That's what allows the flow to keep coming, the creativity to keep coming. So I have just put the finishing touches on the course as of now, I'm leaving it up to the universe to do with it as it needs to. It's fully donation-based. It's just an awesome opportunity for people to dive within themselves, to look at their limiting beliefs, what's holding them back and how to break through those to start achieving more of the greatness that resides within each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. Well, I love the fact that you've structured it in this eight day program. Do you find people need that day to day to day schedule and 
curriculum almost. I mean, you've put this together in a very programmatic way, even though this idea of alchemy, you know, is very high level and very conscious and very spiritual almost, but you've put this training program in a more regimented way. Yeah, I do believe that we need the regimen. I think we're creatures of habit and we all need to establish habit no matter, you know, I've met so many artists. I am, I'm an artist myself. I identify with that title and we can get very scattered and put things on hold and come back to them a long time from now. But our work and what we want to put out in the world becomes so much more efficient when we create a new habit in working towards it. So accountability on any step of the way of whatever you're working on in your life, it's just a matter of showing up of each day. Can I show up for myself? And the way that I structured my course, it's like, you're not showing up for me. You're showing up for you. This is a gift for you. Prove to yourself that you can gift yourself this time in a society where productivity, the word we hear so often and we're running ourselves so thin, you know, COVID. It's a great example of our world operating on these cycles that are not manageable, but we need to show up for ourselves every single day. Can I give myself this time to make myself a better person, to tap into more of who I am and what I want to give back to the world? Mm -hmm. It sounds like you've applied some real training principles to this too. And certainly if I look at your bio, you've had a chance to train in a lot of diverse interests, you know, from yoga to surfing to retreats, you know, you've been a chef. What, what are some of these training principles that you feel like have been applied to your eight-day program? I think a lot of what I've learned along the way, the biggest takeaways have been a lot of the techniques that I share in this program of the grounding. That has seemed to gotten the best feedback so far is these grounding techniques what does that mean? How can we disconnect from the busyness all around us to come to our space, to come to our present moment, to come to the area where I can do my work, where I can go within? And working in culinary arts, that's the word. It's the culinary arts. It's being an artist or an alchemist of food. In yoga, it's sharing these ancient techniques through your own creative way. I studied with shamans. That was It's the same practice of you have to go within in order to be able to fully express what you want to give out. Very good. Through that course, this is what it's all about is the going within. These are the techniques that, that I'm using on a regular basis every day of my life is sitting with myself, sitting with the discomfort, recognizing that through the discomfort, the biggest lessons reveal themselves to move forward. And Jared, do you find that people can articulate their dreams and desires? Or do we even have as creative people, you know, we may have it in our head and somehow we see it perfectly, but we can't articulate it. What have you found with people that you work with? Are, are we good at at least describing what our dream output looks like? I think yes and no. I think it totally depends on the individual. I think so many of us can describe it, but then through describing, we almost talk ourselves out of it. And then mm -hmm. we start convincing ourselves that it's not doable. You know, some of the most, to me, some of the most damaging words is when we're children is be realistic, grow up. And it's like that is cutting us off from being this creator or our creative aspect. And then there's those who are, have a lot of trouble defining it. And to me, it's like it's not about getting it out into words. It's more of what does it look like today? And if you can't describe it, 
it's okay. Just what can you do to get that feeling inside of you? And that's where it all comes back to is like within you, are you feeling full? Are you feeling aligned with what it is? You don't need to describe it to anybody else. It's just owning your own personal power. Oh, that's so good. And Jared, what have you heard from creative people? You know, we say we're stuck or we say we, we really need some inspiration to move forward or we need a kick in the pants, you know, a great book, slap on the side of the head, you know, whatever it is that we think we need. What, what is that stuckness in your experience and in your view? It can be a whole lot of things. Uh, I think a lot of the stuckness when I feel it is fatigue and it's fatigue on many different levels that again, back to the word productivity, we're in a culture where we pride ourselves on how busy we can be. And I feel that the more busy that we are, the more it blocks us, the more it distracts us. So if we can really reframe that and sit in stillness and get the noise, clear all that noise out from all around us, that's what's gonna come to the biggest breakthroughs and blockages. Another thing that one of my daily practice is connecting with nature. I think we are part of this ecosystem and we have removed ourselves so far from it. So just the simple practice of getting outside, breathing in clean air, expressing gratitude for all that you're surrounded with, all the abundance that, that the universe is providing for you, the trees, the sky, for me, the oceans, the mountains, whatever it is, we all have it in our backyard. We can go out and just start saying thank you for it. And that's going to lead to more breakthroughs because, you know, there's a famous quote by Zig Ziglar, the more you are grateful for what you have, the more you will have to be grateful for. And that relates to the work that you're trying to do and the creativity that you're trying to come out with. But it's, it's okay to take pauses in life. It's okay to just be okay with not producing. It's okay to feel blocked. Like it doesn't need to be so damaging. See that as, impermanence of this in this moment i feel blocked it's okay maybe tomorrow i won't i'll try again so as long as you're trying each day even if you're getting hit against the wall and you're searching for that book or some form of inspiration it's it's coming for you it always is you just have to allow yourself to be open to receive that mm -hmm. i know as a creative person myself i always felt this you know today i may not have it but tomorrow i might there's other people who look at it the other way. Yesterday I had it, today I don't, you know, and that's so mm -hmm. frustrating. But when I was introduced to that word impermanence by the Buddhist monk Thich Nhat Hanh, it really did resonate with me that this too shall pass kind of an idea that you can hold it today and do the best you can. And tomorrow, you know, you'll see what tomorrow holds because it, it will change. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just nature of things. You know, you talked about grounding, and I'm curious, you know, in, in your description of this eight-day program, I know that you're going to teach people some grounding techniques. I wondered if you could give us an example of that, just a, a taste of one of those practices that would help get us grounded in, in that such a way. I'd be happy to. I have a whole bunch uh, to start. It, each one is going to relate to different emotions that we all feel in our life. So a powerful one, I think it's the first one that I share is the 6363 breathing technique. And I'll remind listeners that you can't close your eyes and uh, breathe like that while driving or operating heavy machinery. <laughs> I need or, you in the background of my course saying these, these notes. That's right. 
And it seems so simple, but it really, it will bring you to the present moment. And all it is, is I encourage you to put your tongue on the roof of your mouth as that creates a, a powerful energy flow or circulation in your body. Close your eyes and you take a deep inhale for six, five, four, three, two, one. And then you hold your breath for three, two, one. And then you slowly exhale for six, five, four, three, two, one. Pause and hold for three, two, one. And then you repeat this. You repeat this as many times as necessary. Another, the, the last day, I just, I love this exercise. It's just called the I love you technique. And it's something so powerful that many people, we have so many walls of ourselves of how do we express self-love, self-care, self-compassion. And we talked about this a little bit earlier of filling yourself up as much as you can so you have overflow to give to the world. So one of these exercises is, it again, seems so simple, but go and try and do it. And you go into your bathroom or wherever you have a mirror and you look yourself in the eye and you just say, I love you 10 times. I've seen people crack up laughing. I've seen tears come down people's face. I've seen such nervous anxiousness leave the body with that. It allows you to connect to yourself, especially through the eye. You're connecting to the, your soul on that level. So the I love you technique is another great one. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing those. You know, even though we're saying it's an eight-day course, Jared, you know, it's not eight full days. What, what's the nature or commitment of time that's required for the program? So it's eight days for the rest of your life. It's teaching you the tools and techniques to apply to the rest of your life. And it requires no more than 15 minutes a day. It has a, some work on self-reflection, the grounding technique, and a little video. And in 15 minutes, you'll have a whole new perspective on what that theme or what that day is all about. So mm -hmm. not a huge time commitment, but I would say it's, a, it's more of an investment in yourself and your growth for the rest of your life. Well, before we get much further, direct us to where to find this, Jared. So my website is www.sparksofconsciousness.com. If you go over to the offerings page, I'll be moving it to the homepage soon. And you could just click that link. Like I said, for now, it's going to be donation-based. So the way I have it set up is shoot me an email that you're interested, and then I'll send you the link. I'm all about making a real human connection with people on the other end. So I'd love to hear and see and offer support for those who are interested in taking this. Great. So sparksofconsciousness.com. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, let's get back to you for a minute. What really, Jared, from your background, your life experience, led you to this point? Obviously, you've applied this in your own life, I'm sure. But something said, you know, I really want to teach, train, share some of these practices. Where did that spark come from for you? So it's kind of been a long journey and I'll save us the super long story of what got me fully there. The, the biggest things was first the travel bug was sparked in me. I had been working right out of college doing the career job and about nine months in, I just, I hit burnout. It just wasn't for me. I didn't want to be working for someone else's dream. I just was like, there's so much more that I have to offer the world than what I'm currently doing. And I don't want to do this for the next 40 years of my life. And that, you know, that journey led me many places. I worked in Malibu, California for years, just networking with our world's rich and famous, learning a whole lot on um, perspective of a 
of money and, and happiness there. That led me to start my traveling. Three months around Europe led to six months around Asia and India. When I went to India, like you said earlier, I studied, I did my yoga teacher training there, 30 day intensive. And it was then that I felt this strong desire to start sharing the tools that I had learned there. But it wasn't time for me to share those tools. When I had returned from India, I was back for two weeks and I was driving home from work and I was involved in a head on collision and had both of my legs broken, uh, scarring all over my body and a lot of trauma to heal. I was stuck in my bed for almost a year. And in that moment was when I really started integrating the tools that I had just learned in India. So I look back and it's like I needed the India experience of learning these tools, but not to share with the world. I wasn't ready to be the teacher. And I had to, I had to live it first before I started teaching it. So a year spent in bed learning about the breath work, learning about the inner work, the stillness, the calmness, the the shifting in perspective, that journey healing led me as soon as I was well enough to walk again to a 12 day shamanic healing retreat in the Andes mountains of Ecuador, which ultimately ended up moving my entire life there and was one of the managers of this center. It was there that I was part of close to 200 people's very diverse and very unique healing journeys. It was there that I say I got my wings. It was, I fully felt that this is who I'm supposed to be in the world to support others, to help them guide them along their way, to help them un, unblock and unveil the, the alchemists that we all are within. That gave me so much confidence working in this space and hearing the feedback to now bring these tools back to the States and now work with people all the time on exactly that, on sparking their consciousness, on helping them be the light and be the change or whatever, however you want to call it, but, but unleash that beauty that is tucked so far away inside so many of us. Well, that's quite a journey. You know, and I smile because earlier you quoted Zig Ziglar and I couldn't help but think of the, when you talk about alchemy and mixing all these magical ingredients, that somehow Zig Ziglar and a yogi and a shaman you know, somehow overlap with these principles to guide us and inspire us and motivate us to look at our creative journeys a whole lot differently. Isn't that an interesting combination? Yeah, I, I love it. I own it. It's like if you look at somebody's bookshelf, you can tell so much about who they are. <laughs> and you look at my bookshelf and it's like I've got every deep business marketing kind of book that I have a background in, in business and marketing from Purdue. And then I have every spiritual, metaphysical, let's go down the, the wormhole together. And I, again, I own it. It's just like this unique blend and balance that makes me, me. So Zig Ziglar is awesome. I love the Picassos of the world. And then I read stuff on Buddha and Gandhi and Jesus. And it's just wherever, again, wherever I can think that I can find inspiration is, is just where I, I go. I listen to that voice. I mean, it certainly does reflect our overall creative and human experience, doesn't it? Absolutely. In any one of these channels of practice. Mm -hmm. you're, you're also prompting, I would love to have a wall sometime of people taking a picture of their bookshelf. Let's take a look mm -hmm. at your bookshelf and get to know you as a person. Wouldn't that be an yeah. interesting icebreaker at some retreat sometime? Absolutely. I have like 10 little bookshelves throughout my house right now. <laughs> little pockets of books laid out everywhere. Yeah. Even our wall hangings 
folks on the podcast can't see behind Jared, but he's got some great tapestries. And I think my wife has some great mandala paintings in her meditation room and and Reiki studio. So yes, even seeing what people hang on their wall is a reflection of their inside too sometimes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're speaking the same language. My mother's a, a Reiki master and a healer. So nice to connect with, with fellow like-minded so, Somebody at least knows what it is. I don't claim to be a yeah. practitioner, but that's for sure. You know, and, and I think about uh, Jared, I've re- I read these on your website, but the words like releasing and uncovering and we're being held back. I mean, there's something about that we need to be unleashed. Let's go back to that thought for a second. And again, talking about books and practices, what, what is it about our creative energy that is somehow tapped down all the time? Or at least we feel it is. What, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, here's a quote for you that I love by Pablo Picasso. It's, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once he or she grows up. To me, that that sums it up. Of I believe that we our cultural conditioning is a product of these blockages that we feel. I speak on this occasionally about our school system, that at least through my lifetime of schooling and people who are in school a lot, lot earlier than me can relate to this too, that when I was starting off in school, there was, I remember lots of choices. I remember that, yes, I had the STEM that we're calling it today, science, technology, engineering, math, but I also had an art program. I had home ec, I had a gym class. There was band, there was chorus. There was just so much to choose from. And we have cut back more and more and more. We've lost funding, quote unquote. We've lost energy to support these avenues that exercise the right side of our brain, which is our creative center. And to me, I I mean, it baffles me that we are so heavily focused on the left side of our brain, of the STEM, of at a young age, we are told that if you want to be successful in life, you have to choose one of four options. And that's creating, a, to me, the fishbowl effect of it's, does the fish know that there's a whole ocean out there, a whole world of opportunity when all you've been taught is that there's four. Mm -hmm. And And then the way that artists and creatives are portrayed externally of broke or, you know, not sane or do not fit with society's standards. And all of this is a product of years and years of conditioning and programming. So the unblocking is really going back to, okay, maybe I didn't get the right side of my brain exercise. How can I start to exercise it more? How can we start tapping into the inner artist that is in us, that what is part of us at birth that for one reason or another society has told us you need to you need to tuck that in a tiny little box and never speak of it i mean it breaks my heart how sad imagine the state the la- the the lack of anxiety and and the less depression and the unity we would have on this earth if more people were allowed freely to tap into their creative endeavors and share them with the world you know i i heard something recently and i can't elaborate so much, but it's like the future is that time is art, that this is going to be our new expression of time is the art that we're giving to the world. And whether it's the content we're posting, what what's the energy behind it, whether it's the mural that you're painting, whether it's the book you want to write, whether it's the web page you want to design, it's like these are all expressions of us. And this is what's going to be the most valuable moving forward. So Jared, I think about a listener that you know, really is ready to 
take the next step with their creative effort, whatever that initiative is. But right now they're staring at a blank screen or a blank page, blank canvas. They're looking for that, that ignition. You know, I just need to get started. I think I know what I want, but there, there we are back to the stuck. Where do I begin kind of a thing? And I love the fact that your course has this idea of manifestation in it, which says we're going to take it all the way to fruition. But let's speak to that person that's staring at the blank canvas right now. What can we say to this person as a step? Just get started. What's the best place to begin? I think, I mean, the best place is the self-ownership of letting go of any of the naysayers and doubts in your mind and just start. And when I say just start, it's how big is your canvas is the question I want to ask. And if it feels too big, how can we focus on a small spot of your canvas? Let's break your canvas down into a tiny bite-sized piece. For me, my website, it's a great example. It was one of my biggest blockages. I was so resistant. I created this story inside my head that I couldn't do it, that I hated designing website. And finally, after months of me making excuses of finding reasons to avoid creating a website, I sat down and I just started. I just put idea onto the screen and it was it started with one thing I, you don't have a whole website developed before you put down your first word so it started with the first words and then honestly i fell in love with the process it became i was so excited to start working on it and it has evolved into what it is now and it continues to evolve i'm not attached to this end goal of it's done it's that's to me is what art is it's this ever evolving thing or project that we're get, it's going to be a part of us for the rest of our life. So honestly, the biggest advice is like, just start, sit, take a deep breath, connect to your heart space, to try, do your best to turn the, the monkey mind off. And what is your heart wants you to put on that canvas, whatever that canvas is, and just begin. Nobody's judging. Nobody cares right now. Just allow it to flow through you because if you're sitting there thinking that there is something that needs to come out. There is a message that needs to come out. There's a hunger in you that wants to express itself to the world. So be the vehicle, allow your body to be the vehicle and just surrender to that process. Just start doing one thing at a time. What's one step today that I can take to get me yeah. closer to completing my canvas. Mm. So helpful. And, and it's helpful to hear when you say things like, you know, it took me months of thinking about this. Because I think when that comparison mind starts, it's like, I've been thinking about this for months. I bet other people could do this in a weekend. Well, you know, we all have this gestation period, whatever that is. But to your point, yes, how big is the canvas? Well, let's start in the upper right-hand corner and work our way through. Or I know you want to write a 400-page novel, but start, start, page some, one. start somewhere or start in the middle and work back, whatever it takes. But get a, get a page written and let's get started. I really like that. Well, Jared, what, a, what an enjoyable conversation. I've really enjoyed uh, hearing about your own personal journey and also some of the tools and practices that you use for yourself, but also that you've begun to think about this and package it and bottle it and share it with the world. So direct us again to this uh, eight-day course that you've put together and how people can connect with it. Sure. So www.sparksofconsciousness.com go over to the offerings page you'll get offered there just shoot me an email or a message also you know find me i connect with people all the time through linkedin i love doing just informal meet and greets we're all on this journey together so 
I love doing these calls and just seeing where we can support one another. I'm on Instagram just recently. So learning how to build that all up, learning how to use my creativity with social media today. That's my biggest thing moving forward right now. So <laughs> anybody listening that wants to assist me in that, that would be, that would be awesome. But sparksofconsciousness.com is, is me and is my brand. Uh, fantastic. Well, my guest has been Jared Schuster, and we've uh, talked about creativity. We've talked about his self-guided masterclass for an eight-day bolus injection that you can then use for the rest of your life. But I think most of all, we've talked about this idea of life alchemy. You know, that there's all sorts of ingredients and experiences that go into this. And sometimes it's uh, things like breathing, Things like, you know, telling yourself, I love you. That seems so simple. And, you know, you say, oh, that's kind of corny. Well, give it a try. You know, corny may be just what we need in the year 2021, because we've certainly had the other things. So why don't we try corny this year? Uh, but I think it's terrific. And Jared, I can't thank you enough for sharing your experiences and your journey and your tools. Oh, thank you. And thank you for all you're sharing with the world. You're an inspiration to many. Oh, thanks so much. Well, this has been Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And this idea of unlocking is exactly what we've been talking about. Because, you know, a lot of people think creativity is a talent, you know, inherited by a lucky few. Oh, that person is so creative. I wish I were more creative. Well, you have your own idea. You have your own project. And if you've been putting it off, launching it into the world, now's the time. Uh, take one of these steps Jared is mentioning, take that first step, and soon you'll make the connections. You'll have the opportunities to publish and record and display and market and promote your own creative project out into the world. So thanks for coming by. We'll continue to get advice and experience from our creative experts around the world. So we'll see you on the next episode of Unlocking Your World of Creativity. I'm Mark Stenson. Talk to you soon. Unlocking your world of creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. We host our podcast with Captivate, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host. You can too. If you have a podcast, get your first seven days totally free when you use the referral link in the show notes. Get the full potential of your podcast when you host with Captivate. I'm Mark Stenson. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or check out my website at www.mark-stenson.com. Thanks for listening.